Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB, Locked On Browns, brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by the Peacock and Williamson Show, our flagship NFL show here on the Locked On Podcast Network. So when you are perusing through Apple, Spotify, Odyssey, to making sure you are subscribed or following the Locked On Browns podcast show, make sure you check out the Peacock and Williamson Show as well. Week one, preseason in Jacksonville. The Cleveland Browns victorious 23-13 over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Browns got started early offensively, defensively. Uh, The offensive side of the ball, one thing that never really came to much fruition last evening was the run game. Um, Understandable, most of these starters out. No Nick Chubb, no Kareem Hunt, which will probably be the case for the entire preseason. Um, But you did get to see the running backs show well in the receiving game. Dearness Johnson, John Kelly, uh, Demetric Felton, wherever we're going to put Demetric Felton, which looks like it's going to be certainly some time at slot wide receiver as he had a fantastic evening last night. Four receptions, 44 yards, the quicks, the juice, in and out of breaks. Uh, we talked about what he could be to the running back room as he's probably the best route runner in that room already. Um, certainly no slouch to the wide receiver room. Demetric Felton with a hell of a debut last night. And the Browns had several of their rookies shine last night. Some of those we will get to a little bit later here in our conversation. Donovan Peoples-Jones, the thought was going to be, could this translate? You know, he's had such a strong, almost three and a half weeks of training camp this week. Would it translate now to first team reps? And for last night, all intents and purposes, yeah. Heck of a reception on the sideline, one-handed, got the feet in, looked the part. He's looked as fit as he's ever been, and he's always been a player that has been in phenomenal phenomenal physical shape. But again, last year at this time, we were dealing with a player who is having a hard time getting acclimated to the heat of training camp. Several practices, he did not finish. Uh, looks like Donovan Peoples-Jones is going to be a mainstay here in this wide receiver room. And you look at production last year, I believe it was 15 receptions. Talking possibility of maybe doubling, tripling that, maybe getting at the 40 reception mark this season here in 2021, along with Odell, along with Jarvis Landry, Along with Rashard Higgins, the Browns look to be having a very, very strong unit at the wide receiver position. Stephen Carlson was the one tight end uh, we really got to see of the mainstay of four yesterday. Did a nice couple of things. Um, did end up leaving the game early with a knee injury. Of course, that's something you know, we'll have to keep our eyes on. Quarterback play overall, whether it was um, Case Keenum, whether it was uh, Kyle Luata, the combined uh, 31 completions, over 300 yards. No turnovers from either quarterback, which was huge. Only sacked once. Um, just an impressive, impressive day by the two quarterbacks. Case Keenan, we've never really yet to see much in any game action in this time here at the Browns. And understandably so, we probably don't want to see Case Keenum in any game action here for the foreseeable future. Uh, but it's nice to know what you have in your backup quarterback if you do end up ever having to go that route. And I thought Keenum, for all intents and purposes, represented pretty well. And Kyle Aueleta showed, you know, confidence and showed he knows where he was going with the ball and, you know, looked the part, put together a great, great evening for himself. If there isn't a roster spot for him here in Cleveland, he'll continue the quarterback carousel around the NFL and, you know, find some work somewhere else. Uh, the offensive line, and this is something that's going to be highly monitored uh, this offseason as far as finding out the pecking order of the reserves. We all know who the starters are going to be, but finding offensive linemen six, seven, eight. Nine, albeit 
There's going to be a lot of work to go through here. Uh, you got to see Drew Forbes a little bit last night. Uh, Drew Forbes running with the third team as he comes back from his year off in the NFL, uh, as he you know, stepped away you know, for COVID reasons for the 2020 season. Uh, looked athletic, looked physical. Um, I think there'll be a chance for him to get more meaningful reps here in the next two preseason games as the Browns are going to have a decision to make on a player that this regime likes, but this regime did not necessarily bring in to Berea. Um, backup wide receivers, uh, Jamarcus Bradley, Davion Davis. Um, here are players that are the absolute longest of long shots to make this Browns roster, but certainly didn't do anything to help, uh, hurt their chances last evening. Uh, Davis with a touchdown. Bradley looks sharp. If you remember, we got to know Jamarcus Bradley a little bit last year as he was essentially wide receiver one uh, against the Jets the week the Browns lost their entire wide receiving core uh, due to COVID concerns. Uh, but offensively, um, just played with knowing what they wanted to accomplish. Coach Stefanski and uh, the offensive staff have obviously put these guys through a lot of work through camp this far. Obviously had a pretty decisive game plan on what they wanted to achieve last evening. They played crisp. They played clean. They played mistake-free and things like that are how you win ball games. You have a better roster now. You have more talent now. You don't need miracles to pull things out, to pull victories out. You just need to go about your business day in, day out. And even if it's not, you know, even if it's a clunker, sometimes enough talent will make enough plays that even though your team as a whole didn't play that great, it will outshine some of those, you know, mistakes, some of the flubs. And there was certainly that case. But Donovan Peoples-Jones, Demetric Felton, um, you know, I thought, again, uh, Dearness Johnson, John Kelly out of, the, uh, out of the backfield as far as receiving the ball. This is really, really nice things for the Browns to have. You talk about Felton, you talk about Donovan Peoples-Jones and the landscape of all the other skill talent on that side of the ball. The Browns' youth is growing and starting to become to the point now where they're going to have to be recognized and they're going to have to be given some opportunities. Um, this is what you want to do as a good organization. You want young players. You want to bring them along slowly. And when it's their time, it's their time. Donovan Peoples-Jones is doing everything he can to tell everybody that his time is now. Demetric Felton is telling everybody that he could be somebody that could be an asset to assist uh, in you know the offensive skill rooms in the 2021 season. So as far as all that, that was a heck of a night for the Browns offense. Again, clean, crisp, concise, put together a heck of an effort. And we'll see how it goes in here to week two against the New York Giants. Flip it up here in a sec. We're going to go to the defensive side of the ball here. In the second segment, we'll do some final closing thoughts here in the third segment as we kick on with your Lockdown Browns postgame show 23-13 victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars. What is your favorite Bilt Bar flavor? Did you know that Bilt Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time only? When you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they are definitely passionate about their favorites. So if you don't know the Bilt Bar flavors by now, well, you're missing out. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. So there is something for everyone. The mint brownie bar, still a top in the Lloyd household. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you should get yourself a mix box where you will get two of the nine flavors, 18 bars in total. Not only are the Bilt Bars the best tasting, but they are healthy too. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams net carbs. Go to BiltBar.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, CAPS15, LOCKED15, and you get 15% off your first order. Again, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BiltBar.com. 
Now I'm going to talk a little bit the defensive side of the ball, which was impressive. Um, I think the one thing you noticed last night, and keep in mind, there was maybe one defensive starter who actually played last evening, maybe two if you count Andrew Billings, um, and figure out which cornerback is going to be between Greedy Williams or between Greg Newsom. First thing I think you noticed was this defense is noticeably, noticeably faster. And it all starts, in my opinion, with one man, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. The 56th overall selection in the draft this past year, many Browns fans would have been okay with JOK being their selection in the first round. He's right now a jack-of-all-trades, and you can say he's a master of none. But the way JOK plays football it is the way it is taught at the earliest of levels. And it is be smart, be aware, and go 100 miles an hour at all times. And to be around the ball as consistently as he was last night in his first NFL action, keeping in mind that there has been missed time in training camp here, <clears throat> it's looking like whatever you know COVID-related issues were going on with JOK, obviously weren't that big of an issue. He looked crisp, clear, concise, healthy last night. Uh, you start with the sack, you know, obviously coming up, you know, the A gap. Um, the Browns got good pass rush last night. And first thing about that is, you know, keeping in mind who didn't play. So the pass rush they got last night, certainly impressive. Uh, but the you know, blitz up the A gap, able to finish, uh, able to get um, Gardner Minshew to the ground. Quick broke down Minshew, you know, made his cut. JOK all over it. Just, you know, starting to see that you can do a lot of different things with this player and, you know, having a defined role as so much of us have tried to, you know, belabor and, you know, banty who about, about what you're going to do with JOK. He's just a playmaker. And for right now, there is nothing wrong with that. And it's certainly something this Browns defense needs. And it's certainly something when you start to play your first teamers, you're still going to have plenty of opportunities to get JOK on the field. You go to the second play from, you know, Jeremiah Usukoromoa, the the coverage. He was off the player. Um, player received the ball, um, but he's long. He is quick. He is a long strider, closed ground considerably quickly, made the play in a heartbeat. I believe the uh, stats and info had him almost four and a half yards away, you know, from the receiver, had the player to the ground in 1.3 seconds. Click, clack, Jeremiah Usukoromoa, definitely just showing out in that regard. Um, and then, of course, a screenplay, which everybody, you know, got excited about, you know, fighting through, you know, some garbage, fighting through some traffic, coming through. And this is what I was talking about the other day is the Browns do not have this type of hitter, an eliminator, a finisher. And you saw that on that screen. He was there, running back, turned around, and it was over. You know, one shot, kill shot, player to the ground. He, what he did last night was truly, truly impressive. Is he going to have to work on getting off blocks? Is he going to have to work on tightening things up, not overrunning things? Yes, of course. Any rookie is going to have to do those things. But right now, for Jeremiah Usukoromoa, it is looking like Andrew Barry absolutely nailed one out of the park with his 56th, oh, 52nd overall selection in the 2020 NFL Draft. Safety, rookie safety, Richard LeCount. Now, a lot of questions, you know, where he was going to be health-wise. Uh, you know, had his issues, you know, his last year at Georgia with a little bit of injury. Um, slowed things down. Uh, his draft process didn't really do him any favors either. Um, closing the ball well. Two pass defenses last evening. Um, an interception. Uh, first, a near interception. Then a interception to the goal line for the rookie. Uh, getting probably more reps than he would be getting right now if players like Grant Delpit were healthy. Players like Ronnie Harrison were healthy. And, of course, John Johnson not playing last evening. 
but certainly looking like you have something there and a player like Richard LeCount, at least in reserve safety role here for this season. Uh, AJ Green, I thought this was a player that looked well. Um, AJ Green, his opportunities last year were limited. He played more when he had to due to injuries, due to COVID concerns. But uh, I thought AJ Green, for intents and purposes, uh, the length is always noticeable with AJ Green at the defensive back position. Aided him well last night with a nice pace breakup where he was kind of playing a little bit of a center field role. Um, maybe he's somebody that gets a little time there. Uh, if the running back, I mean, the cornerback room is too crowded. Uh, but A.J. Green's second-year player certainly looked sharp. Uh, Sheldon Day, um, and Steve mentioned this when we were talking about him, talking about the defensive line on the pregame show. You know, he's a veteran. He's got, uh, you know, he's got resume in this league. The question is, you know, where is he going to fit? Uh, the Browns have some players on the you know, top part of this defensive line. They have some young players that want to get more looks to, uh, you know, that they appear to be invested in. Um, but if things don't go right for some of these guys, Sheldon Day is just going to come in, plug in day in, day out, punch his time card, and do what's asked of him. Had a sack last night on the first play of the game. Uh, was in the backfield a couple other times. Sheldon Day should be in an opportunity here where if the Browns don't have a spot for him, he could be a commodity somebody else would be interested in having on, on their team. And this is where the Browns did a fantastic job of putting together their roster for the season. So even if a guy like Sheldon Days turns out to be the odd man out, just due to the fact that they may be invested in some younger players, there'll be a spot for him somewhere else. Uh, Porter Gustin with a sack last night. Uh, overall, I don't think, you know, any of the play from Weaver, from Gustin, I don't think we saw anything where, you know, the Tech McKinley situation, if it does not resolve itself, where I think the Browns are going to be in an okay situation, um, so if you know, the Tack McKinley situation does not work itself out, I do believe the Browns will be in the market looking for another explosive rusher if they can get their hands on one. It's not that, you know, Gustin, it's not that Weaver can maybe be players one day. The Browns envisioned being very, very deep and very, very fast in their first three edge rushers. And right now, they do not have that going on. So if they can find a way to uh, get Tack McKinley all in, that would be great. Otherwise, the Browns could be in the market for looking for another speedy guy at the edge. We are going to get to a few more things here. General over thoughts, um, but impressive first week one preseason game for your Brownies. And W's a W. You always like to get them, even if it's preseason and it means nothing. Everybody holds their head a little higher walking out of that locker room after a victory. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Ben Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. And of course, folks, the NFL. For the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. We are once again recapping the Browns' victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars, 23-13. Week one of the 2021 NFL preseason. Brownies get on the board with a W. Started early. Game was never really in contest. Uh, strong day for the defense early against the Jag starters. Probably more telling for the Jacksonville Jaguars than it was for the Cleveland Browns. Um, there were times where Jaguars' first-string players were having significant issues with the Browns' second-string players. Pretty... Uh, pretty much a testament of where both franchises are at. Uh, Tim Tebow did play last night. We're not going to go there. We're not going to say a word on that, folks. Uh, but some takeaways. Um, only three penalties for 26 yards. Um, one of the most annoying things and usually most difficult things about week one 
of the preseason is usually penalties. Um, it's understandable as teams, you know, new rules are being applied um, year in, year out. And, you know, at th- this point, you know, teams are still a little you know, clunky as far as where they should be, you know, a month away from the regular season. But only three penalties for 26 yards. That's basically as clean as anyone's going to be in week one of the preseason, which was really, really nice to see. Um, the kickers. Um, is there truly a kicking competition here between uh, Parkey and McLaughlin? Uh, you know, Parkey clanked one in, but for now, uh, Browns kickers, three of three last evening. Um, both, I guess, looked pretty good. Is it a true testament? Or is this going to be, you know, similar to last year where, you know, you're going to want to keep a second kicker um on the 15 person on the 15 player practice squad just so you know god forbid you have a covid issue on a friday or a saturday you still have a kicker on your roster for game day um uh, mclaughlin kicks kicks like he did um maybe it's not going to be you know an opportunity for it to be him um revolving door of kickers as everybody knows um mac wilson stephen carlson uh stephen carlson uh knee injury mac wilson with a shoulder injury um both players, <clears throat> Carlson had a good evening. Mac Wilson's had a good camp. Um, hoping that this is nothing extensive for either. Um, for Carlson, he's the Browns' fourth tight end. They want to carry four tight ends. When you play as many tight ends as they do, you need to have a minimum of four with the allotment of two tight ends sets that they like to run. So Stephen Carlson, you know, maybe not being here, certainly, certainly not good because it would put the Browns in the market for a tight end. Mac Wilson, this is going to play out for the rest of the summer. Um, need to see, you know, all these great things that we're hearing about from practices translate over into games. So for Mac Wilson, hopefully, you know, this is not going to be a long, long time away from the field. One of the better stories for me last evening, and obviously did come late in the game, um, and we've not gotten to see Ryan Switzer in much game action here. Um, but the fans and the media, everyone has gotten to know Ryan Switzer and know his story. And I actually interviewed Ryan way back during his draft cycle. Um, actually, I've gotten to talk with his father a lot over the years. I was a big fan of Ryan Switzer coming out of North Carolina. Um, but probably known best Brown in Brown circles by you know all the trials and tribulations he's gone through with his young son um, and the health of his young son, who obviously is doing extremely well right now. Um, but you know, a, a tough process with Ryan Switzer's young boy getting the opportunity last night. A couple of receptions, 11 yards, catching one for a touchdown. Um, I'm sure that had to be just a great, great moment for the Switzer household, you know, for everything that they've been through off the field over the last year or so to have some success like that on the field last evening, just uh, some icing on the cake, so to speak. Um, Again, we just go through last night, you know, offense, it was clear, it was crisp, it was concise, and we're not talking about any of the starters playing, which gives you a lot of, you know, hope about the fact that camp is going as well as we are hearing it. Um, if your second and third stringers are looking this good, the odds are pretty good that your first stringers are looking this good as well. Um, certainly poses well for the Browns for all this depth, um, the opportunity to make moves if they feel they need to or they want to. Um, coming forward here in the next uh, you know few weeks here uh, th- throughout the rest of training camp as they try to finalize that final 53, try to finalize what will be a 15-man practice squad. Um, we said all along, they're extremely, extremely deep, and they are proving it to this point on all sides of the ball. So again, if we're going to do this, we'll do game balls. Demetri Felton with a game ball. Jeremiah Usu koromoa with a game ball. Richard LeCount with a game ball. 
but an all-around great evening for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, finally getting to beat up on somebody else as opposed to you know beating up on each other through training camp. But your Cleveland Browns, week one preseason victory, 23-13 over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Lots of good, a little bit of bad, and maybe next week we'll start to get see some of the regulars, maybe not all of them, some of the regulars play in preseason action. I'm your host, Jeff Lloyd, on Twitter, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Make sure you're throwing a follow over there. The Locked on Browns Twitter account, follow back account, DMs are open. Closing in on 10,000 over there. Let's get that taken care of sometime soon, my people. Make sure you subscribe. You're following the Locked on Browns podcast on Apple, on Spotify, on Odyssey. Five-star ratings, written reviews, all the rage kids, please. And thank you. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.